This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It is Tuesday, November the 7th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Got a great show for you today. Lots of recruiting chatter with Bill Curlick and Mark Porter. Um, there's some other stuff going on in the Big Ten I'm not sure if you're aware of. We will get to all of it. But first, it's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's a ball trimmer sent from space. Gentlemen, our friends at Manscaped. I've been working night and day to bring you a below-the-waist grooming experience like none other with their brand-new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. We're talking about a next-generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultra Sphere this year by going to Manscaped for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. High-tech for low places, Manscaped. Taking it on the go, Manscaped has you covered. This puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks in the airport. This right here is on the cutting edge of cutting it up. Upgrade your ball trimmer and your life will follow. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with the code BUCKNUTS. I can promise you, you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today from our folks at Manscaped. Welcome to my groomed friends, Bill Curlick and Mark Porter. Gentlemen, we've got plenty to get into here on the recruiting front, on the team front, and on the uh, soap opera front, but we will start with recruiting. Bill, I have said this multiple times, when you and the Fong, Steve Wilk Fong, both roll a crystal ball towards Columbus, I assume the player is already enrolled when you and the Fong do this and it's an out of state recruit and that state's expert. In this case, the state of Texas and Mike Roach rolls a crystal ball for the great Devin Sanchez, arguably the number one corner in the class of 2025. We've talked about him a lot. Your thoughts on rolling that crystal ball, Bill. And um, this was a very pleasant 
way to start the week this week to see that. Indeed. Um, in my mind, Devin Sanchez is the number one corner in the country for the class of 2025. Um, he's an absolutely lockdown corner. You know, uh, you don't get any better. And um, he has been an Ohio State target for a long time. And I've talked to him, as you know, uh, a number of times. I've talked to his mom. I've talked to his dad. And um, Once he visited Ohio State in April, you know, he he told me that Ohio State was number one on his list. And that really has been consistent since then. Um, he The last time I talked to him after he visited Ohio State for the Penn State game, he even said that uh, if Ohio State continues to do what they're doing, uh, they could well run away with this thing, meaning his recruitment. Um, I don't think Ohio State is going to uh, not continue to do what they are doing. I think uh, they're going to continue. Tim Walton and the staff, Mark Pantone and Ryan Day and it all, I think they're going to continue to do a great job of recruiting Devin Sanchez. Um, and even if he commits to Ohio State on in January, I think they're going to do a great job of recruiting him all the way until he signs. Um, but then, as you know, uh, he is going to make his announcement at the Arm. I always call it Army at the All American Bowl, and he's going to do it on two four seven Sports, and he is going to do it in early January. And thus, uh, knowing where Ohio State is at with him right now, and what I expect them to continue to do, continue to do, I crystal ball into the Buckeyes. Mark, we did an offer evaluation on uh, Devin before this season, and you said he would be the number one corner in the state. At the end of all our evaluations for out-of-state players, we try and put in context where they would rank coming out of this great state of Ohio. His film is just uh, it's spellbinding. I believe the term Jalen Ramsey came up. Um, and hyperbole aside, your thoughts on uh, your evaluation? Looks like Mark was having some technical difficulties there. We'll, left for him, we'll wait for him to get back on. Bill, was he sounding garbled to you too, Bill? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. that, uh, so we'll wait understand. for him to get back on. Yeah, let's let him connect and reconnect. And um, a little bit more on Sanchez and that keep in mind, he comes from Texas. We all know Texas has great high school football. It's also got a lot of high school football. And there are different levels. And I've said this before, being a Cowboys fan, one of the guys who hosts like their postgame show used to cover preps in the uh, Houston and Texas area and says, when North Shore plays Duncanville and you stand on the sidelines, you feel like you're at an NFL game. It's that good. Um, you're talking about there is no level of high school football better than what Devin Sanchez plays. Mark, let's give this another shot. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I was better. talking about the, the length is like the real value at corner, like cornerbacks that are long with long arms that can turn their hips and, you know, run. That's the top of the echelon corner, and that's what we're looking at here with Sanchez. Uh, he's obviously going to be the number one corner for this class in Ohio, but I think Jermaine Matthews, uh, Aaron Scott, those type of long con corners that we're getting, Bryce West, he fits right in with them where they're almost a basketball team with their length more than DBs. I mean, 
there's a lot of teams playing with five nine, five ten corners, and they're very happy with them. Where the, all of our guys are going to be over six foot with that length, it's really going to cut down some passing lanes, and all those inches start to add up. Uh, the other part you really like when you're doing the film is he looks like a receiver. Like when he turns and goes and gets the ball, you think the ball was thrown to him sometimes. You know, he really has a a skill set where I'd love to see where we would rank him as a receiver in this class. You know, and, and I think it would be a much higher you know, than people would believe because, boy, that length and that that burst to the ball, you know, when he – you know, it's almost like when you throw a stick to a dog and they hit that accelerator to go jump and get it. It's got that type of burst to him where he, boy, when he sees it, he goes and gets it. Uh, you know, obviously, Bill's speaking very highly of him. It's easy to do that when you're at the top of the food chain like this. But those are the things I think that make him special, that burst, the length, the ball skills, uh, the ability to play offense on defense. Yeah, uh, recruits of this ilk have taken on uh, certain names throughout uh, my my time here. There's a, he's a take any time guy. You know what I mean? Like he's the guy that calls you as you're on your way to signing day, and uh, you're like, come on. Um, I believe he was also called a naked junk guy by the late great Dwayne Long. Um, this is top of the food chain. So, um, and, and and you know we. We, we, we always say, like, let's stop comparing guys to Jalen Ramsey and Marshawn Lattimore. But those guys come from places like Ohio State. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you start sniffing that trail this early, like, wow, there's there's breadcrumbs there where he could be on the same trajectory as those guys. Sure. You get excited. But, you know, long way between now and then, of course. But, yeah, these are what the puppies look like before they become big dogs. No question. And Speaking of which. Dan, you started to talk about, you know, Texas and football down there. And, you know, he, he's doing this against top competition. I mean, my first year out of college, I went down and was a teacher and high school football coach and basketball coach at A. Leaf Elsick High School, which is a suburb of Houston. It's a big high school down there. And I had heard I've been used to Ohio football, but heard a lot about Texas football. <laughs> you have to experience it. Yeah. My first year down there, you know, I walk in and uh, our stadium is a 10,000 plus seat concrete stadium, not bleachers. We're talking about a stadium. And it was like that in all the schools in our district. And the, the, the football was incredible down there. Uh, spring football, uh, Football is a way of life down there. And to be honest, that's one of the reasons I came back to Ohio. I was a basketball coach first and a football coach second. You don't do that in Texas, at least in those days. Everything was football really down there. And it is tremendous football. I have a friend who was an elite basketball coach in the D.C. area who went and took over a program in Houston. And I could tell you some stories that would blow you away. Um to say that they take it more seriously down there is a gross understatement. Well, I, I have to add one other thing. Um, talking about that, Dan, uh, our football stadium, like I said, was a 10,000-plus stadium. Hmm. Same high school. Our basketball arena yeah. was about five rows of bleachers on each side of the court yeah. as compared to the football stadium. Now, they've picked it up there. All their facilities in Texas now are crazy, but um, – Texas high school football is 
is off the charts. So I don't think there's anything we can say about that that could give him any more credit than we did. Now, Minnesota high school football, not quite as competitive. However, Ohio State in the class of 2024 has dipped in there and offered a guy named Coy Parrish, who looks to be the Lincoln Kineholtz of Minnesota, where he's broken every record. He kind of got a handsome blonde young man and is just, when you read his athletic exploits, it kind of feels made up, kind of like Kineholtz, where it's like, he's the track, he's like Sammy Brown kind of track star. He was selling concessions. He, you know, he's parking cars. This kid is putting up 50 points on the hoops court as a sophomore. He holds, he won the state in the long jump. And I watched for the first time one, he played mighty Pequod Lakes, one game for his high school. This dude is shot out of a cannon, man. He's going to play safety. Um, I'm really hoping he's not going to be compared to some other players who stood in the back and just hit everybody like Mark said, but Man, I don't want to say, put it this way. I, I encourage everybody to go watch the tape and don't judge a book by its cover. Mark, your thoughts on Coy Parrish. Now, keep in mind, this is not some talent they unearthed here, okay? I looked at his offer list. It's basically everybody but Alabama and Georgia. Okay, so he, the fact that he's going to Minnesota or he's committed, committed there is clearly a regional preference. Um, I've talked him up enough. Mark, am I exaggerating? Not exaggerating at all. And, and you and you brought up a couple of things I didn't want to be the first one to say were Minnesota football is not Texas football. Very nice way of saying that. Um, when you watch this film, he's so dominating that that's the first thing that as a scout, I have to say is I wonder what that's like in Ohio. I wonder if he's at a St. Ed's or if he's at a, a Coldwater. Uh, to me, that makes a big difference. Not for him, his talent. His talent can still be great and it can come from anywhere. It just he's doing to poor competition what you should do to poor competition. Uh, his uh, 100 meter time was I think uh, 10 8, 10 8 9 or something last year. Yes, 10 8 4. Exactly. Yeah, it was pretty good time. I mean that that's a strong time. It, it's not going to win you the state championship in Ohio or get you in the top whatever. But that 10 8 9 on that field up there looks like 4 3. He is blowing by guys. He is coming off the edge and he looks shot out of a gun. Uh, he is clearly superior to everybody he's facing up there. Uh, and what it translates to is safety. He even plays a little outside linebacker, which I know they like. You know, he comes off the edge and blitzes. Uh, because I think he's so good at everything, they're asking him to do everything in high school. Tailback, handle the ball, you know, be Mr. Everything. And that's a great quality to have. So when you get to Ohio State, you offer many different things. This is the kind of guy that you love to see in a three-safety uh, defense. Mm. He, he fits one of those spots, plays like a linebacker in the run. It's almost like when wild animals attack and you see, like, the cheetah go after the gazelle. When he takes off after some guys at this level, he really gets after them. Uh, so, yeah, he checks a lot of the boxes. But I wish I knew better what level he was playing at compared to Ohio because – it's like too good to be true and you don't want to get too excited that, you know, I he's did. that good. But, but when you look at all his documentable times, it, it's about right. It looks pretty good. Hold on a sec, Bill. He put up 50 points in hoops and ran that. So his coordination levels off the chart, just to score the 50 charts. points in a basketball game. 
your hand-eye coordination has to be ridiculous. I'm going to tell you about one play of his, though. He's got tremendous, and I don't care who he's playing against, he has tremendous football instincts. He gets through the trash on defense better than anyone. I There's a play where he runs across the field. He looks like a ballet dancer running through the trash. And then he, dude, when he gets there, he is getting there with an attitude. He's not, he is a hitter. Um, there's a play also on offense. His instincts are special where they're running the option to the left and he's the tailback. And the quarterback makes the wrong read and gets stopped. He comes to a complete stop mirroring the quarterback gets the pitch and goes zero to 60 so fast that he still gets the corner from a complete stop. So dude, this guy, good Lord. Anyway, Bill, you have, I've already, you know, rolled out the red carpet for him. He, uh, he's committed to Minnesota. Ironically, Ohio state actually has a game against Minnesota at home. I hope he comes for that. I was, doubt that was it Wisconsin or Minnesota? I thought he was Wisconsin. Minnesota. Okay. He's committed to Wisconsin. The crystal balls were originally thinking, excuse me, he's committed to Minnesota. If you okay. look at the early crystal balls, they were to Wisconsin. So that might've thrown you off. Bill, give me the recruiting outlook. Well, one other thing too, Mark talked about the 10, 8, 900 meters, which is very good. It's not spectacular, but it's very good. He also ran a four, five, four laser time 40. Now people are going to see that four, five, four thing. That's nothing great. No. But when you put the laser time on, that's a good time. Laser time, time. And times are different animals. Well, that's and what, a four, four, five, four laser time is a good time. A four, five, four laser is basically you can go look at the NFL combine and match those up because they use the lasers and all that kind of stuff. That's a legit time. Like we've said about the 40, if you run a legit four, four, zero 40, you have a chance to make the four by one hundred team in the United States. Okay, you know that is in four three. Come on, people don't really run those. I, I did a I did a deep dive on this subject, the forty times and the laser times, about ten years ago, and a lot of the guys that were running great on lasers, maybe under four five, were one hundred and thirty seven pounds, one hundred and forty nine pounds, one hundred and fifty five pounds. Yeah. They're featherweights that that fly. You're talking about a nearly a 200-pound kid who's running on a 4-5 or five laser, which that is spectacular. And that jives with the 10, 8, 9, you know, 100-meter. That that makes sense. And, and that's not the, you know, best way to relate times, but he looks like that on that field. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, you know, he is – he told me last night he is going to visit Ohio State. He said it, he does not expect to do it uh, before – I asked him, will you visit – for one of the last two home games, the Michigan State game this weekend, the Minnesota game the following weekend, he said uh, probably not because his team is still in the season. And I understand that. Kids often don't want to make visits while their team is in season and playoffs, that type of thing. But he did say he is going to visit Ohio State. So I expect that to happen after the season um, as things stand right now. Um, he was pretty excited. You know, He, he was offered not uh, – uh, by an assistant coach. He was offered by Ryan Day, that scholarship. Uh, and I encourage people, if you haven't gone to it yet, I put an article on Coy Parrish on our site this morning. It has his video, his huddle video on there. You can see for yourself. And he talks about getting to Ohio State and all. Um, other schools are still recruiting him as well. USC, for instance, uh, is still recruiting him. But, you know, he's excited about that Ohio State offer. So let's see what happens. 
We have plenty more recruiting content to get to, but first I got to let you guys know about our other sponsor, cashews, almonds, pecans, and pistachios, dried mango, crystallized ginger, dates, jelly beans, jawbreakers, root beer barrels. The variety is vast at nuts.com. Mind you, this is nuts.com, not manscaped.com. Don't get confused here because that could be really detrimental to your diet. Okay. We got nuts.com delivered to our house. And I've said this yesterday. I am allergic to nuts. But they gave me all these other products. One of them was chocolate-covered gummy bears, which I know sounds preposterous. If you don't want to gain 13 pounds in one night, don't try chocolate-covered gummy bears. There's some kind of like crossing the streams, Ghostbusters elixir in there that is like affects with your brain. The dried mango was the best dried food I've ever had. My wife ate the bourbon nuts. My kids loved it. So I'm telling you, this is really good stuff. They send it to us. Um, if, if, if you go to, if you're a new customer now, you get a free gift with a purchase and free shipping of orders of $29 or more at nuts.com backslash bucknuts. Go check out all the delicious options at nuts.com backslash bucknuts. You receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. We actually ordered it on our own dime afterwards. I can't give you a more strong endorsement of how fresh the products were. Um, and like I said, I'm allergic to nuts. And they had a bunch of other stuff on that. It was delicious. I'm not allergic to knowing about recruiting information, Bill. Everyone wants to know about uh, the visit this weekend. Um, they have. It's not going to be the Penn State visitor list, but it's an impressive one. Um, one other thing I wanted to point out, and I said this yesterday, keep in mind the Michigan-Penn State game is at noon. So when Ohio State hosts Michigan State Saturday night, they're going to know kind of some information that could be a little bit more dramatic, and you could be having the stage to yourself. I love the idea of the recruits getting to see a night game, possibly against an overmatched opponent. Three guys that I do know are expected to be there, Bill. For the class of 2024, and we'll start with that, given its current events value. Jordan Seaton, Carlin Jones, and Amaris Williams. Coy Paradox was 24, but uh, he won't be there. If they were to add Jordan Seaton, Carlin Jones, and Amaris Williams, they would have a rating of 314.04. They're currently number two in the recruiting rankings. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Georgia's right now is 314.43, so it would give them one of an epic recruiting class. 0.39 off the top. Tell me about Jordan Seaton, Carlin Jones, and Amaris Williams, um, and whether or not you think this weekend could be a step towards them becoming Buckeyes in the class of 24. Well, you know, 
just starting with Jordan Seaton alone, that would take this class to another level because Iowa State needs offensive tackles, and he is tremendous. He is absolutely elite. Um, plenty of competition out there. You know, he's 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 taken a lot of visits. He's changed his schedule a few times. You know, Oregon, Alabama, uh, Ohio State now, Florida. Uh, those schools are all top contenders in my mind. Um, I don't think anybody can predict with a strong sense of being correct where that kid is going right now. He's changed his mind a lot of times. And with the NIL and all, and that's going to be important, we just don't know. But getting him on campus for this official visit for a night game, I think Ohio State has a shot, and that gives them a shot. Uh, if they can get him, the next guy for me on the list to get would be Amaris Williams. You know, you watch his tape. He's a top 100 overall prospect. He's in a position of need, a defensive end edge guy, uh, really athletic. You know, he would be the next guy on my list. If you can get those two guys into this class, this class becomes absolutely special. Um Carlin Jones is a very good player. Um, I just, you know, they already have two defensive tackles in the class. That's not quite as big a need as offensive tackle and defensive end, but he's a fine player. Uh, it'd be nice to get him in as well. It's just that they are in a little bit better shape there, especially with a five-star in the class in uh, Justin Scott. So those guys it, it make it a big, big weekend alone. And, you know, as far as 2024 – kids this weekend is actually bigger than the Penn State weekend Penn State weekend was really mostly about 2025 and some 2026 guys this weekend there's some really good 2025 guys on the list too but 2024 wise this is a bigger weekend than Penn State who else is coming um a lot of commitments that type of stuff yeah and I should mention too that um Chance Robinson the wide receiver from uh, Florida that's committed to Miami. Uh, he has been scheduled, he's on the schedule to visit Ohio State, make an official visit to Ohio State this weekend. It's up in the air, I think, if that's going to happen. I had one uh, source at Aquinas tell me, yes, well, last week told me that uh, he may not be able to make it because of the playoffs and everything. Uh, then a source at Aquinas uh, last night told me that uh, they don't expect him to make it to Ohio State this weekend. But I had another source this morning say, don't count him out just yet. He still might make it to Ohio State this weekend. So we'll see what happens there. Ohio State can take four wide receivers in this class. So uh, uh, don't cross him off the list yet. But then you go down to the two, that you, and then a lot of equip, high State commitments are going to be there, current commitments, I should say. Um, for 2025, uh, it's a good list too. Philip Bell from California uh, the number eight wide receiver in the country in the 2025 class is going to be there. Uh, Edward Coleman is a wide receiver out of Georgia that doesn't get enough uh, hype, so to speak. He is very good. He is going to be there. Uh, Micah DeBose, an offensive lineman that's committed to Georgia. He is a five-star offensive lineman. He is from Ohio. Um, Georgia wants to keep him. Absolutely. Alabama is going after him. Ohio State. Oklahoma, Auburn. Uh, he is from Auburn now, or I'm sorry, he is from Alabama now, but he is originally from Ohio, lived in Ohio in the Cleveland area until uh, he was eight years old. Uh, so he is going to be there. 
Uh, Zaire Mathis, a, a high four-star defensive end out of Pennsylvania, is planning to be there. London Merritt, it looks like, is going to make it this time. London from Georgia was going to visit Ohio State for the Penn State game but could not make it, but it looks like he will be uh, at Ohio State this weekend. Uh, T.J. Alford, an outstanding linebacker from Florida, is scheduled to be there. So uh, a really – solid list of 2025 guys. And then you go down to 2026, you've got Elbert Hill, uh, who Mark and I like a lot. Outstanding corner out of Akron Hoban will be there. Uh, JVN Mallory, a top running back from Florida, is going to be there. And then Tyler Merrill, an offensive lineman from Pennsylvania the Buckeyes have offered, is going to be there. So it's going to be a big recruiting weekend for Ohio State, no doubt. Saturday night in the shoe can be really impressive, too. So let's hope they put on quite the show. Um, we were going to get into some Rutgers chatter, but it does seem like there's too many questions to do that. I'm not trying to ambush you guys here, but here's one. Fellas, go watch number four from Salina. Dominated Trotwood Madison this past weekend. He has to be ranked in Ohio. Go watch. Go Bucks. Mark, you know who that is? No, but I'll check it out. Trotwood rocked Oakwood in the first round. They got over that mountain of a playoff opponent in yep. the first round. By the way, Ohio playoffs have turned into sort of like basketball, where the first round is kind of a joke now. But anyway, um, did you uh, did you happen to see the stats of the <laughs> one versus sixteen matchups? There was no, uh, no losses, and then the two versus uh, fifteen. There were there were probably nine or six or nine in the state. So of all those first round matchups. Not too much drama. It was in the middle where there were a lot of upsets. I, I, went, basketball. I went to a 69-0 first-round matchup. Yeah. My problem with those games, I'm not trying to digress here, and basketball the same way, is when the, when the you have the number one seed. I know the way they in Ohio you get to pick your opponent and everyone dodges the number one seed, at least in basketball and stuff. But you play two or three games where the only drama is that one of the kids on the good team is going to roll their ankle. Those are 40-point games. It's just kind of a waste of time. I, I understand that they're built in financially and blah, blah. Anyway, let's get back to the real stuff here. Jonathan Dickens asks, will the scam up north cause any commits like Ben Roebuck to decommit and go elsewhere? I'll let you both chime in on that. Bill, you think? Well, uh, Michigan did have um, – they've had uh, decommitments, but they were kind of before all this latest situation came about. As the latest situation has come about, so far, none of them that I know of have wavered, but the situation is not over. You know, we'll see what happens. It's it's got a ways, it's got a, in my mind, it's got a long ways to go. I'll tell you what, um, I'm not comparing Ohio State to Michigan, God forbid, but the shoe is on the other foot here. I I lived through Tattoo Gate and, uh, I think we broke the 24-7 sports record for page views in the month that Urban and some others were involved in some off-court malfeasance. But, um, you know, the shoes on the other foot, people. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, if you look at it from, like, maybe a parent's point of view of the recruit, there's a lot of soft landing spots in college football to send your kid where academically he'll be fine, the campus is fine, everything's great. So when there is, you know – wavy waters ahead of the program you might have to say hey let's you know retool this a little bit not send you off to sea where you're going to be taking on you know water over the bow right out of the gate uh and you know depending on what this punishment can be the stuff you read you know as ohio state fan you hope that happens 
but it could be pretty devastating up there where, you know, it might, it might not be the funnest place to play. So I, I, the Michigan, I actually know a couple of Michigan recruits and their families. They're gung ho. They're a hundred percent in, they love their decision. There's no backing off that. I think their fingers are just crossed. This isn't going to be something that, you know, they have to go make a decision on. I'll give my comment on the situation now, just before we move on here. Every single thing you hear out of Michigan is based on the fact they think they're going to win out. You ever notice that? Every single thing they say is based on the fact they think they're going to win out. If they don't win out, that is going to be a bummer for them. They are, that's what, when they say due process now, which by the way has nothing to do with anything but the government, uh, but I digress. They mean we just want to play the season out and win, and then you bust us afterwards. You don't hear one person saying we didn't cheat because they cheated. That's not even really up for debate. So go ahead, Bill. You going to say something? No? Uh, no, All right. no. Right. All right. Um, so, I mean, I don't have any new information on, on Michigan and stuff like that. Believe me, the Michigan reporters and the national people are out, are out working on it. Here's another thing. Budgets for – journalists are not what they used to be when they used to send us out. I'm telling you this and try and find stuff out. If they send someone to get you now, they're coming back with a story. Okay. They've been, you've been pigeonholed. So they're in trouble. All right. Word came out out of the mouth of Marvin Harrison that there's another Harrison brother coming. And according to Marvin, he's better than Marvin senior or junior. Larry Ventresco wants to know, Bill, is Ohio State going to offer Jet Harrison, brother of Marvin Harrison? If he's better than Marvin, they are going to offer him. That's, that's for I think he's that's in the eighth different. grade, is that right? So he's not quite on our radar. Um, if he is what we expected, we'll start rolling the red carpet out for him very soon. Um, we shall see. All right, let's see if we have any more questions here. He was not, is that correct? Uh, the question no, is, can Roebuck even offered by Ohio State? I apologize for our podcasters. No. no. Was, ben Roebuck was not offered by Ohio State. Okay, let's talk about this weekend. Your thoughts on Michigan State versus Ohio State. Mark, I'll start with you. You can kind of weave your Buckeye in the sky that you saw against Rutgers into this and your vibes on the team going forward. It does seem to me that they are – trying to make sure they are at 100% for Michigan. Um, that was a mash unit that played against Rutgers. Three new guys in the secondary. G. Scott getting his first start. Um, Mecca didn't probably get as many snaps as we would have liked. They did lean on Trey Henderson, who's looked tremendous. Your thoughts on maybe a little bit of the Rutgers game, what you know about Michigan State heading into that? Yeah, I think I said that Rutgers was like a 10, 14 point, you know, game. And you guys had a little more of a blowout status where I was a little more worried about, you know, the the skeleton crew maybe that we had going up there, you know, a few holes. But th that Rutgers team's a dangerous team. And at this point in the year, everyone's executing. Everyone's got their bag of tricks. You called it aptly about you're going to see some trips. That fungal, that fumble Ruski was awesome. As a, as a football guy, I, I, hey, you, you pulled it off, you nailed it, and especially it, it went big. Of, excuse me to interrupt you because I know people hate that. But especially in the days of the Bush push where everybody is focused on that quarterback now, you know what I mean? To do it like yeah. that, very clever. 
Yeah, that, that was a great little move. And that's that's what Ohio State and, it you know, we say this all the time. You're going to get everybody's A game. You're, you're the Super Bowl champs. You're the one everyone wants to measure themselves by. So whether you're up for the game or not, they always are. You know, you're 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 the way that they get famous. And the same thing with Michigan State this week. Uh, if there's players that want to go to the NFL for Michigan State, they're going to be watching the Ohio State versus Michigan State tape to see how they fare against better players. So you're going to get their A game. I don't think Michigan State has enough. I'd be a little more uh, apt like you guys last week to to be a more of a blowout, especially the night game and. As we try to ramp up and peak into the Michigan game, and you know, at health and you know, X and O's wise, uh, the schemes and everything we're seeing on film are the same. I love how the run game is developing. You know, I we did a big digression on zone and yep. gap and all the pulling guards, and it is it's like a prize fighter now. You got some jabs, you got some uppercuts, you got some hooks, you got some body blows, and when you put them all together, the defense doesn't know what to sit on anymore. You know, and when you put Henderson back there, it supercharges it. it. It looks good with everybody else, but with boy, when he hits it a few times, and and I really just talking out, I didn't realize he was over 210 pounds, or at least listed at that. He's a little thicker in the lower body, which explains some of the the tackles he breaks. I, I always had him maybe under 100, maybe 195, but you know, hats off to the weight room for him. But he makes this thing go. And the worries we had earlier in the season about the offensive line have really went away and it's because they're coming off the ball harder they're they're playing a little harder and the schemes are helping them out uh you know all, all other things i see on Rutgers, it's just the same concepts we're kind of getting better at the pass protection the room he has to throw back there is ridiculous at times and i put that in the message boards there's a lot of plays where you could count to five or six and there's no one near that quarterback and, and there are plays where there is pressure but he, he, I mean, it's like driving a Rolls Royce when you can stand back there. And you know, some of his throws, I'm talking about McCord, when he throws them in there and he has time, it's as good as it gets. They're on a, yeah. they're on a rope. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it looks as good as any quarterback that's ever played here. It just, is that going to happen every single week, every single play? I said this yesterday. He's very challenging to watch because his good plays look like the plays a really good quarterback makes in every, like I've watched football for a long time. I know what it looks like. The feeling I have when a guy throws the ball, like, for example, it's very simple. The second touchdown to Marvin in the end zone, that pass was perfectly thrown. Boom, 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 right out. You know what I'm saying? But then he makes some decisions where I'm like, I have no idea what he was even looking at. So I, you know, he, I hope that's fixable. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't fix someone whose physical talent isn't up to snuff. I'm hoping Ryan Day and Corey Dennis can, can get him learned up or experience or whatever it is so that because he just hasn't been playing well enough for us to beat a tremendous team. Um, he's got it in him, and uh, and we did it at Notre Dame down the stretch. All right, Mika Hanna is let's, – let's knock these out real quick because I missed these. We talked about Jordan Seaton. Bill, do we have a shot at landing David Sanders in 25? And then, Mark, you can answer, is Carter Lowe a true tackles? Uh, prospect bill first david sanders who is he in 25 and do they have a chance david sanders is arguably the top number one offensive tackle for the class of 2025 he has been to ohio state he was here with his family uh he has talked about getting back to ohio state he is interested i think ohio state has a shot now having said that uh i would if i were a betting man 
right now I would bet the field against Ohio State. I, I don't think it's likely that they went out on that one as things stand right now, but they do have a shot. Um, as far as Carter Lowe, he's a tackle in my mind, but I'll throw that one to Mark too. Mark? Yeah, you know what? I think maybe that question about Carter being a tackle is, is he an elite left tackle like the Armstrong with those type of feet or Jordan Seaton with those type of feet? Not quite, but he's still a tackle prospect. I mean, I, he he might be more of the road grader. He might be better than some of those guys at the run blocking because I think he's a little more powerful. But uh, is he the most elite-footed guy in, in our class or the guys we're recruiting? No, but he can handle tackle. I, I don't in any way see him going to guard out of the gate or anything. Uh, when we show you the film of him that I have, you know, there's a lot of him not pass protecting. You know, So we only have a few clips, but in a few clips, it looks great. And I don't want to base everything off a few clips. Sure. I, I'll add to that that the night I saw him play, uh, they threw the ball a decent amount of time, and he was very good that night in pass protection. In fact, I thought he was better in pass pro uh, than run blocking that night. He had a very good night the night I saw him in person. Sounds like a right tackle to me. Mika Hanna, are we still recruiting Trian Nichols, or are we done at safety in 24? Obviously, we're not. They're recruiting Coy Parrish. Uh, can you tell me more about – Gabe, the new offensive guard as well. His name is V-A-N Van Sickle. Van Sickle. Okay. And uh, to Ryan Nichols, you know, they have had continued to have an interest in him, uh, but I, I just don't think he's going to budge off Kentucky. He's not really uh, in, had any inclination to do that so far. And then as we know, Ohio State just offered a, a, another 2024 safety, Coy Parrish. Gabe Van Sickle. He visited Ohio State uh, for the Penn State game. Uh, someone the Ohio State is interested in. Um, yeah, he's committed to Northwestern, and I haven't seen that changing to this point. There you have it. We will be back with these dudes on Thursday with bells on. We don't have any more information on what's going on up north, but Word is there should be some uh, craziness coming down as early as Wednesday. And don't forget, we have the college football playoff revealed tonight as well. So lots going on. Keep it locked into Bucknutters. Have a good one, Bucknuts. Or Bucknutters, whatever. For drag queens to save the world. world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. (laughs) Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.